All right, all right, all right. Just let me know when you're ready. I'm always ready. There you go. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, here right. we go again. Part two, right? right? Part two. Part two. Part two of the story, <laughs> the journey, the, uh, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Part two yeah. of uh, the Matrix, right? That's coming the out Matrix. soon. Matrix. That is true, man. I you know, I, uh, <clears throat> I was watching the Matrix on TV the other day. And uh, my son came in the room, you know, Cole's mm-hmm. 18. He yeah. walks in the door from the gym, comes inside. He looks at the TV. Uh, Becky and I are watching um, The Matrix, and Cole goes, what's that? We're like, dude, that's The <laughs> Matrix, bro. Like, you don't know that? And he was like, yeah. okay. So then you had to go <laughs> onto that journey of a parent where you're like, you have no idea that back when this came out, it was like way <laughs> advanced in technology. And he's just like, I'm going to go watch YouTube on my phone. I was like, <laughs> all right, then. Well, when people, when people call in the Matrix, it's old, man. And like, like it ain't that. Man, come on, man. I'm it's here. all right, man. We're bringing it back. We're, mm-hmm. They got another one coming That's out, right. right? Just like uh, right. Uh, the other day again, uh, this week, I was watching uh, Top Gun, right? Navy guys on the on the screen here. Top Gun to Navy people, regular normal Navy people, is the same as those guys in the teams that would become SEALs that they watch Navy SEALs mm-hmm. and that's how they got into being a Navy that's SEAL. Right. When you watch Top wow. Gun, it made you want to be in the Navy. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah. But everybody wanted to be a pilot, and we already know it's really hard to do that. But I was watching yeah. that and Cole was like, This looks old. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Like, man, you need to leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're leaving in a couple months. You get out. Like you're you're hating man. on all the stuff that I like. Look, I'm sorry, man. Top Gun never gets old to me, man. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, and we're you know, also we're also old. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know that you know they they got a Top Gun a sequel coming out yep, here, man. Yep. I mean, Maverick been it back. It's coming. I, I I just I'm like. Is that one going to be just as good as the first one? You know, because never. I mean, there's a lot of twists and turns. Never. I don't know if you can ever top the first one, but I, I, I think still look forward to it. it. It took so long to make the second one. I think it's going to be really good, but it's, I mean, you just, you can't play off of uh, jumping into that second one, right? But I think it's going to be yeah. really good. Any movie that you can put fighter jets in and fly around, dude, Yeah, you can't beat Navy that. Fire. Navy fighter jets, man. Let's just say that any movie that you put in Navy fighter. I don't know, jets man. In, I that mean. movie Iron Eagle was pretty good with Lewis Gossett yeah. Jr. The Air Force yeah. pilot. That was yeah, pretty good. That, that was pretty good, man. Then they came out with the sequels with that. A couple of them after that, I'm like, all right, y'all uh, doing a little bit too much. I but just said Iron Eagle. Bro. The Iron dude's Eagle. in a jet, flying, and has time to put a cassette tape on his leg and his cassette <laughs> tape player to listen to his Walkman while he's flying, like. Right, while he's flying, yeah. Okay, well, I guess. Like you're a freaking kid, man. Yeah, and you can to totally hear again. that from the jet engine that's like blaring. Like it, you're totally locked in. <laughs> because that cockpit is completely soundproof, right? Yep, yeah. yeah. The movies, yeah. Well, Mr. Byron Brown. Yes, sir. So what's been going on, man? You have been, uh, what has it been? I don't know, two, three months since the last time we talked. So you know, so you know. The first guy to return and do it a second time is you. So wow, uh, yeah, history has been made. There you go. Podcast that I am the return guy. You well, know? look, we're we haven't made history yet. You know, we we've, we we're <laughs> we're we're still we're still trying to get the uh, we're trying trying to get a audience, but it's it's, yeah. it's good, man. Just whatever we can oh, do to help. You know, it'll happen, man. When you know what's funny is that. I bought my microphone yesterday. This one to kind of get started because I want to get me a podcast started, just playing around with stuff, uh, getting my technology, man. Because uh, you know we have we have a message to put out there, you know. For sure, I man. Mean, we've all and talked. I, I tell you what, everybody that I've met, uh, you know, because I do lacrosse down here in Houston, and mm-hmm. just all the the people that I know from the Navy that I'll talk to, and I go up, and you know, they always ask you like, "What are you doing?" Matter of fact, when I was at practice last night. The uh, the kids that I coach, they were like, Coach, what do you do for a job? Right? Like, what do you do? <laughs> because I guess 
I don't know, I guess a ton of people run around talking about their job. You know, I run around and talking about mm-hmm. veterans, right? I wear veteran t-shirts yeah. all the time. Like that's what we do. So I was that's like, oh, doing. well, I do, I do home loans. I help people get home loans. And these kids are like, so you're rich? I'm like, man, I <laughs> wish I was rich. <laughs> Boy, listen, guys, you know. I don't get paid the amount that your parents paid to buy the home. Mm-hmm. But, oh, you know, I wish I was rich. And they were like, so you're not rich? <laughs> Does it matter, dude? <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know, it's funny that, um, you know, it's been a journey for all of us as a, as a team, sure. you know, you and I on the same team doing what we're doing now, you know, and uh, it's been a, an incredible journey. And a lot of people, man, in my life are starting to pop back in because they're finding out that, uh, I'm a, you know, I do, do home loans as well. I just got a call from my first ever chief that I had in Navy recruiting. Mm-hmm. And like, called Who's me that? Brown. What's his name? Uh, Chief Ricky Adams. All right, oh, he's in Houston. Ricky Adams. And uh, he um <clears throat> wants to sell his home, so I had to go ahead and get our favorite realtor involved. And then he's oh, so he's here in Houston. It. He's in Houston, yeah. Oh, so Stacy is going to go see him today. I'm gonna have and, to call Miss uh, Stacy Johnson and be like, "How you yeah. ain't calling me to tell me we still hooking you up?" I tell you what, yeah. she's one to hook up though, man. She's yeah, a, she's you know, a good realtor. Um, when when she called him, they immediately hit it off. They really did, yeah. and you know, she's a um, she's a different type of realtor, bro. She is yeah. definitely one that uh, her main objective is to connect with you and yes, and, uh, yes. see what you're looking to do, and then yeah. understand what you want to do, and then help Ew. you. Not hey, and, let's throw the house in the market for eighty thousand dollars more than it's worth. Like she wants to help. Yeah, you. no, she definitely wants to help. So she's gonna. You know, it's it's gonna reward her because she'll represent on the sale, and then she'll represent him in buying his new home. We'll get his loan done. Um, he's good to go. Um, he's gonna take his proceeds, pay off pretty much a lot of debt, and then he's ready to buy. That's um, awesome. Man, me and Ricky, man, we, man, we were me and him were running the streets, man, together, man. You know, so if he was your class. if he was your first chief. In Navy recruiting, when he called you, did you have flashbacks like, "Oh shit, do I have a is, a, is there a shipping problem? I, did I make actually, my I appointments did. today? Like, what's going on?" Right? Actually, I did, man. Because it's like, hey, look, I'm like, man, I'm, we're retired. We're all retired. He's, hey, Brown, you know, and it's like it brought me. As soon as he did that, yeah. it brought me right back. You know, I'm like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, Chief. You know, yeah. like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> By the name. My name yeah. my name's Byron. I haven't Byron. been brown for a long time. I'm just saying. No, no, not with him. It ain't going there's certain people that's just that's just where it goes, man. So Yeah, bro. <laughs> but, but you listen, know, this... we we accelerated to the same the same level of I guess you would call it military greatness, man. So his name ain't Chief no more. Shit. What's his first name? Yeah. Joe, Ben, Walter. I'm gonna call you that. I don't don't call you. Yeah. Talking about? Nah. But, you know, I have so much respect for him, man. I mean, we, yeah. we go way back, you know, I don't mind, you know, at this certain people, man, that, you know, hey, look, you know, yeah. that guy, you know, for me, man, he was a, a real good mentor to me, man. I mean, my success in recruiting that, you know, I, I owe a lot to him. So, you know, give him that respect. So, but this kind of leads me into, you know, kind of what we're doing right now. We're really, you know, kind of realtor focus and, um, I've been talking to a lot of realtors these days, you know, and it's funny that the relationships that you've built from back in the day when you were doing, you know, me being a realtor is really coming back because a lot of those people trust me and saying, hey, you know, let's talk VA, you know, and, you know, we did the class yesterday and you'd be surprised is that there's just still a lot of misconceptions about the the VA loan. Um, I'm in a, in a, in a transaction right now. And, um, just the fact that people think that we do like, like we're doing the appraisals and this misconceptions on how the loan process go period, man. And you know how, once we go out there, I want to go ahead and use this platform. I'm pretty sure you do as well as this really not only this, it's not just about the VA loan, but educating on the, on the mortgage process. I actually wrote a blog you know, and put it out there. And people are actually looking at it, man, in regards to, hey, trust your realtors and trust, you know, and trust your, trust your loan officers. You know, the process can be what it's going to be. All right. But then, you know, even when we go back to the realtor side, you know, you're thinking that they're thinking that you could just put the gas on something 
And sometimes you just can't. You can't go here, put your foot foot on the gas pedal and make something happen that, you know, you got to allow it to go through the process, man. So, you know, from the last time you and I talked to up until now, man, it's just really been learning and education on my on my end, but also educating others on, you know, hey, look, you know, I know that you want things to get done when you want them to get done. They're not going to get done when you want them to get done all the time, you know, and, uh, For sure. uh, you know, it's just been. It's been a growing process, man, and I do see the growth in our team, man. I mean, we're doing it amazing, man. So, uh, you know, just that's just where we are. Well, and <clears throat> think about the dynamic that's there, Byron. I mean, if you take a look mm-hmm. at how that works, man, and and anything you do, and it doesn't just have to be, um, like the civilian world. It doesn't have to be, uh, necessarily. Uh, corporate America, any of that. But the deal is always if you bring like-minded individuals together for a same goal or cause and and they all, mm-hmm. and, and the funny part is we don't all have the same background growing up, but we've got the same background of what uh, mm-hmm. we did as a career to start. And so we learned Absolutely. a lot of, of how to push forward. So it's amazing to put all of those same people in the room, <clears throat> get them working together. And when they start to work together, you just see that it moves forward, you know, and the thing that's, that, that's amazing about it is, you know, there's quite a few people that have joined our team that we talk to. Like, mm-hmm. I, think I, I don't feel like I just met you. Right. I feel that's like true. I've known you for a bit and you have that instant kind of connection. Right. So it makes it really good. But you yeah, know, man, it, was, it's, uh, it was great, man, that we all got together in Houston. Um, mm-hmm. And one thing that I was realizing, I was like, you know, and David always give us give us crap, man, about, you know, Army, Navy, whatever. And I'm like, dude, do you realize that you have four NCs on your team? Yeah, and, um, and the fact of the matter is, is that the NC community, man, you know, we're spread out all over the world, all over, but we're still a small community, you know, sure. and we all kind of like, you know, we all kind of like got a creed and how we do stuff and who we are, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm like, do you know what you have on your team, buddy? I mean, yeah, no, he knows. <clears throat> and that's why he's got a mix of it. You know, it just yeah. it works out good. But I mean, that just goes into, you know, the future of things like you were talking about uh, working with realtors and working out in the public. I mean, <clears throat> the mm-hmm. biggest thing that I'm excited for, not even the job that I do every day, the thing that I'm excited about is the opportunity now to get uh, more out there, right? Like using a podcast, for example, or mm-hmm. uh, going to events in the community or with companies yeah. all over, uh, networking, mm-hmm. right? Going to events where you can network with other professionals. It's just amazing to just see how how that works. Like uh, I went to a networking event uh, last week <clears throat> with yeah. my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an all-veteran networking event, and you already know mm-hmm. how we do it. It was at a distillery. Yeah. We ain't doing nothing (laughs) at like a restaurant. Like we're going like, you know, so we went to one of the local, like there's a brewery on one side, there's a distillery on the other side. And uh, it was an all veteran one. I mean, as soon as you walk in the door, uh, you know, my wife is by nature. Like uh, if I get into the room, I'm really not going to come up and talk to you. Right. She's not like me. Like I don't even care. Right. I'll talk to everybody. (laughs) but Uh She isn't like that. But as soon as you engage in conversation with her, uh, she'll sit there and talk to you forever and listen and do that. Mm-hmm. But what was great is as soon as you walk in the door, you know, you're catching up and talking and asking people what service they're in and all that. And then at this networking event, the moment that, and of course it was me, I said, so what does everybody do for a job? And then they start going around to talk about the things they do for a job. And from that point, it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was really interesting to see that everybody wanted to learn what everybody did. And then there was a huge pocket of everybody standing there. Well, how can I help you? And then in turn, Mm -hmm. they were asking, well, how can I help you? And so just, you know, connecting with people and talking to them. And, you know, that's the biggest key out there is, you know, we don't have to, you know, constantly look at what we're doing for a job. Just being out there and being that advocate is going to, you know, bring dividends to what you're doing later in the future. So, Yeah. If you ever have a chance, I highly recommend any veteran networking event that you find because a lot of people don't realize there's tons of veterans that do things that you're just not aware that they do. Or there's probably people working in companies right now that people just don't realize they're a veteran. And, you know, they they have a lot of Mm -hmm. pulls the wrong word for it, but they have a lot of connections and they have a lot of reach. And, you know, there's some cases where, uh, 
despite the level of reach they have, there's still more reach we can offer on the other side, right? So that's true. That's true. Get out there and talk um, to people, man. Man, I you know that was funny is that I I went to an event in in San Diego back this past December. Uh, Century Residential is a military brokerage, so um, I went there. <laughs> and funny thing is, uh, one of my one of my old one of my old junior sailors was there. You know, and he was like, "Bro, you know," I'm like, "Man, you know, hadn't seen this guy like forever." And it was it was funny, man. It was about three or four NCs that were there, you know. And then we just started talking, and you know, and these guys were on just really strictly on the realtor side, and it was amazing that they did not have a lot of knowledge about the VA home loan. And we just sat there for hours talking, you know, here's the um, deal. We already know that NCs are really good at telling people what they can do in college, but we suck at giving all the other benefits. It's not even lying about it right now. Dude. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> Every recruiter you would that. ever see, they would walk up and the kid would walk in the door and be like, Hey, you want to join the Navy? They're like, yeah, I want to join the Navy. Well, let me tell you, how you can go to college. And the kid's like, I don't even care about college, but that recruiter is diving in. And then you'd ask the recruiter, like, is that what they want to do? He's like, I don't know, but I sold shit out of him on that one. Like, I know, and he just walked out. He just walked out. Yeah, he just he talked you know, your way right out of a contract. We, we used to have that saying. Thing. Don't. Yeah. Even in the realtor world, even in the regular world, and even in what we do, mm-hmm. if you feel like you know something very well, that's mm-hmm. all you want to talk about. That's it. That's all you want to talk it. about. You don't want to talk that's about nothing it. else because now if I have to talk about something else, I'm going outside of my comfort zone. And that is not a good place for a lot of people to go to. And so that's another reason why the team that we have built is so unique because there's so many different comfort zones that you can learn from people on that. So uh, it's just an advantage for us to be able to to, to jump out of that. But dude, it's it's funny to see, man. I know a lot of people here too that, you know, I retired with that we talked to and they're getting into different things and just mm-hmm. meeting up with them and talking to them and, and, and jumping into the, uh, in, into the realm of, mar- of, of, of marketing with them or, or talking with them or networking with them or, or joining them mm-hmm. in causes they're doing. There's just so much, yeah. uh, how can I support you? You can support me. And then you just roll with it back and forth. And then, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, what I found for me is, man, I'm almost in the, in the realm. Like with all the people I know in Houston that I'm at here, do you could create mm-hmm. your own, chief's mess of retired people that are there that you could you could start that business networking group Mm. with a group of chiefs that are retired and if what we know about chiefs is you know we were you're in the middle we're mid-level management like we weren't upper level management but we got the respect and we were treated as if we were upper level management because management because we 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 trained the junior and we developed the senior and so we have that ability to network figure it out and push. And so, you know, that, that's been my, like one of my, one of my goals now is as I meet people and I meet chiefs, right. Starting to put together a networking group of chiefs Mm -hmm. that are in different sectors, because now when we all get together in a room to network, we're tackling problems versus trying to give someone business. Right. So what issues do you have? Let us help you fix them. And then at the end of the day, in the long run, all that other stuff will come. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, it was funny to me, man, is it seemed like everybody that I know that's 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 a chief or above that was in recruiting come to Houston and retire and move to Houston. <laughs> it's like Texas, bro. I mean Why would you not want to live and, here? Not just Texas, it's Houston, man. It's like everybody I'm like Everybody I know that, you know, most of the people that I know, man, and this when they retire, they move to Houston, man. Well, let's so, just let's uh, just call it. You haven't woke up yet. As soon as you wake up from your nap, you can go ahead and move down here, too. There's plenty I, of space, right? I, I, I'm actually thinking about it because when I was down here, I was like, uh, mm, this is nice. I, I, I could see, you know, there's only so much to Dallas and Fort Worth, man. I mean, I mean, and I don't get me wrong. I like it, but yeah, there was just sure. a whole lot more to it's a whole lot more to Houston, man. It really, you know, it, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy a house again this summer coming up, and I'm yeah. trying to figure out where I'm going to be. And I just put Houston on the list, and I'm like, wow, sure. I can really get a lot I mean, of bang just think for my about buck it. down there. 
if you look at the the breakdown of our of our team dynamic, right? If you have a group mm-hmm. of people that work on the team that live in an area and they can all get together mm-hmm. often and sit in the same yeah. room and brainstorm and go through things with each other, then you have that direct connection. It's almost like we're on the boat or we're in the mm-hmm. district and we're going to yeah. the district for our like an all hands or a production meeting or something like that because that's like what that. our training mm-hmm. was is everybody getting together, let's develop and talk and let's get through some stuff and then once we're done with that, you know, you go out afterwards and you get to know everybody. It's not a uh, yeah. all work, no, and, and it wasn't play. It was more all work and let's network, right? And it, mm-hmm. just the opportunity to to talk and be around people, you get to learn more yeah. in that relaxed setting than you do in the training setting. So, yeah, come on, bring yeah. it. I, I tell you, man, one thing about, you know, us meeting and us going down, it just really solidified the team of being on a team. It's, you know how, you know, you get that sense of, of being on a team and everything. But like when we were in and we were a part of something, we were a part of a it's kind of like a brotherhood now, man. I mean, I see you guys as my brothers um, and it's like, you know, like I was telling David the other day, when are we meeting again? Because it was this great, you know, that we got together. But now it's that it's that it's that bond that we have as a team and you know we all want to see each other do well and we all you know we're here man we we got you know we got stuff in place man to help each other out and I, that that's what i love it kind of gives me that fact of that hey man i'm a part of something it's not even just about mortgage anymore i mean it's about mortgage but not just about mortgage it's really man we are a group of military veterans trying to help our brothers and sisters out there man and i just feel like that i'm a power it, it, it gives me that feeling like when i was back in uniform again and being a part of a team yeah, for sure, man. Well, you know, and that's just part of part of when you finally find that thing that works, you know, you you go into it, you know, so it's good, man. But mm-hmm. what so what else do you have going on? I mean, the Steelers aren't in glory no more. Ben's gone. Like, what are you going to do? Like, what are you doing now? Like, what's 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 you on know, the map? For far, you? What kind of things are you getting into? As far as football, man, I mean, it's interesting to see what we're going to do. If we're going to draft a quarterback or we're going to sign. A veteran, you know. I better go so after Russell more. Wilson and stop playing around. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what the Steelers are going to do, man. They <laughs> surprise me all the time, man. I mean, our GM is getting ready to go ahead and sign off as, as well. We're supposed to be getting a new guy. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers just roll with who they have, and that's just how they do, <clears> which will upset me, you know. But, uh, but that's um, what they've always done. That's, that's what they do. Um, you know, the Steelers are, they, you know, they don't just, they don't make a lot of changes. They're very consistent on what they're doing. They, they stick with people, you know, yeah. I can respect that. They, oh, you know, sure. a guy can be consistently bad and they'll stick with them. Yeah. You know, they give me, you'll get an app with the Steelers. You'll get a equal chance to go ahead and, and, uh, and, and they try to change yourself. And if you don't, you know, they'll give you a good two to three years and then they'll just Yeah, you're allowed to make mistakes there and because they yeah. know that you can, you can come around. Yeah. That's you know, true. it's a, it's a, I would say a very, um, a very stable organization. They don't fire coaches, you know, coaches retire. Um, so when you have stability, sometimes you'll have success, man. I mean, sure. we just fell in, fell in the playoffs, man. We wasn't supposed to be there, you know, and I kind of look at that, you know, as when you, you know, in life, you know, when you, when you have, when you have stability, you know, success will be knocking at the door. You'll have some sort of success, you know. Uh, as far as anything else that I got going on, man, um, I'm actually uh, not this weekend, but next weekend, I'm riding to San uh, San Antonio to go see uh, go see the uh, facilities for Grunt Style. Um, really? You you saw my Grunt Style shirts, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually going to be promoting your stuff too, man. So oh, nice. Stand stand by. All oh, right. Sure. Um, um, I'm going to be calling you because I got a group of guys that want to order. Okay. All right. I got you six, man. So look, man, two, you know. two for 40 right now on the website. All you got to do is oh, go to man. the website. They're two for 40. If you buy, yeah. uh, we, there's a, there's a hero edition shirt out there right now. Superman mm-hmm. blue with a red on it. If you buy that oh, shirt, man. you can get any other shirt on the site and go two for 40. Don't you got, you got black with the green, you got black with the green lettering on there too, as well. Right. Don't you uh, have those t-shirts as no, well? No black just, and green yeah. yet right not yet so, okay <clears throat> the deal with it right got your six the, the the t-shirt company is just the biggest deal on that is promoting not just the military right so we we all served right yeah mm-hmm. there's a ton of people out there that um 
that back veterans and they should because veterans, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they volunteer, they serve the military, they protect the country, they keep our freedoms. But, you know, when I was looking in the marketplace, there's a couple, but there's not a lot that also recognize and support like the first responders. Right. And not just law enforcement and firefighters because they're important, but you always hear about them too. We wanted yeah. to add in there, the dispatcher, the corrections officer, Man. the nurses, the EMTs, mm. the EMSs, those people that yeah. like if you go out in an ambulance and you know you go to a scene of a car wreck or there was a, a you know just on the news every day someone's getting in, into an altercation and there's a, a shot person or you know they got a, a wound like those EMTs are saving lives man and, yeah. and they're just like military guys like they they do mm-hmm. it because they love it but they don't get that recognition so our whole our whole line is built up right like we have the the hero shirt is what we call it because we made it you know that blue and red yeah but we also have a hero line right and the hero mm-hmm. line is a it's a gray shirt that you know each flag or each color on that shirt is is denoted to um a different sector right so like we have a yeah. yellow shirt it's got a yellow hero's image and it's yellow all the way around and that yellow mm-hmm. signifies the dispatchers right so if you're a dispatcher mm-hmm. like that shirt's for you Red, if you're a firefighter, it's for you. Blue, it's for law enforcement. White, it's for nurses mm-hmm. and EMSs, right? We wanted to make sure that we we hit all those categories. And in those shirts, we chose not to do the military color because we really yeah. want to emphasize that we're supporting everybody because the right. other shirts that we have on the site, the the mm-hmm. original and then the, the desert brown color, those completely match being in the military. Yeah. So we're trying to get that mix just to let you know, everybody out there that, you know, that's it, the whole thing for the company, same flag, same oath. And that just mm-hmm. simply means that every one of them, doctors, nurses, firefighters, EMS, EMTs, dispatchers, military members, all of them, they all took an oath to protect and serve something. But that protecting yeah. and serving that they're doing under the oath with the flag means that they've taken that oath to either protect their communities, protect mm-hmm. people in the community, keep the community safe, or keep the country free, right? So everybody Absolutely. in that arena, you know, they match like that. So that's why we're going. Mm-hmm. But oh, don't worry, man. Becky is uh she's hot on the press and 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 she's dude, she's creating like crazy. She's got a couple yeah. a couple more shirts coming out for the summer that I think uh man, yeah. people are gonna be excited about. I'm not gonna yeah. talk about it, it today, but there's a couple of them. That there's going to be a lot of people out there that are like, oh, my God, yeah. I remember that. And then it's, you know, just trying to appeal to, you know, the demographic of, of all of us. Like we have a certain language and a certain way that we we roll. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's just an idea she I, had. We jumped on it and we'll see where it goes. You know, and it's just funny to me. I like that. I like that that movement and the message and everything that you guys are trying to put out there, man, because exactly what I wanted to take my brand and go ahead and do. This is why, you know, I'm supporting we're supporting your brand. I want to support Grunt Style. I want to go out there. I, I really wanted to make 2022 about me going out with my brand and supporting and putting that message out there. You know, um, it's not going to talk to people to look for a deal, but this, you know, or anything like that. But I just want to put a message out there. I really want to go ahead and say, hey, this is what I support. This is what my team support. This is what we do. And just yeah. really go ahead and touch that community there. Because as you said, it's just not just about the military active duty and veterans, man, but it's about the law enforcement. It's about the firefighters, the EMT. It's about that 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 person that's in this and it's funny is that I've done that type of work, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Obviously, you know that, you know, before I came, before I was Navy, I was Air Force. Yeah. My first job, mm-hmm. I was a firefighter. All right. I've I've been in burning buildings. All right. I've been in a dispatch situation. I helped one base build a dispatch center. All right. So I know that. And at the same time, and when you roll the rescue truck and the rescue truck is the truck that actually goes out and actually, man, you scraping people out of cars and off the ground and stuff like that. So I've seen all of that, you know, at the same time, working with law enforcement, you know, working with law enforcement on base. Believe it or not, people are thinking, oh, it's just a, a, a military cop. No, you know, when you have a law enforcement individual that's on base, doing they're doing that job too so you have to respect it you know if i'm ever in a restaurant and i see like a a texas state trooper or i see a um i see you know any local law enforcement you're not paying for your lunch i'm paying for it 
You know, yeah, I'm yeah, I, sure. I'm doing that. You know, I did that with a couple of Texas State troopers. I was in the Chipotle and it was like I, I was like, these guys here, their money is no good here. And they were yeah. like, what? You know, and I let them know my background and everything. And, you know, we slapped a snapped a picture and I wasn't doing it for the photo op, man. But I wanted these guys to know, hey, man, you know, when we talk about military, you know, we talk about individuals that deploy and they deploy and they like they're doing what they're doing so they can come home. These guys are going out because they're trying to get home safe every night. Every yeah, they're day, deploying every, night, every day, bro. Every day, you know, so you have to respect that, you know, and a lot of them are under a lot of scrutiny, man, for their jobs. And it's a difficult job, man. It's not just going out there to doing what you're doing, but it's difficult for the fact that you're going out there and you're, sometimes you're scrutinized for what you do. And, hey, man, if you pull over to somebody, man, well, he did this wrong and that. So, uh, man, you got to do nothing but respect, respect that. All right. So sure. it's like, um you know, that's just really the message. That's just really the thing that I want to focus on this year. Um, and it's not, you know, hey, we're, we're putting out the message and, and educating people about VA home loans and stuff. But we also want to go ahead and just as our platform to use and support anybody that's in a place of service. I, you know, I have a tagline that says, you know, I'm serving those who serve, you know, mm-hmm. and. You know, that just doesn't mean those that put on that, you know, put on that uniform man, and and serve in the military. But, you know, you got those that serve their communities, serve their states and everything like that. And we really want to go ahead and really focus on making sure that they're taken care of. Absolutely. I mean, there's a there's a there's a huge, you know, segment, right? Like there's a lot of people that mm-hmm. do a lot of things that and, and again, for what, what we're trying to do with Got Your Six Culture is just. Not enough. I mean you go to the doctor every day, right? And, That's and true. people are going every day and people are going in there to, you know, because you obviously have a problem. Right. And when you walk in, like I, the doctor's the one that, that is, that is ultimately making the decision and saves lives every day. And we all know that, but it has mm-hmm. to start somewhere. And it starts with the nurse. The nurse walks in, the nurse is taking your mm-hmm. blood pressure. The nurse is asking you the questions and how you're doing. The nurse is in some cases asking, so what's going on today? You start talking to them. And believe it or not, mm-hmm. in some cases, the nurses are talking with the doctors about what the patient mm-hmm. is saying. And there's cases mm-hmm. where the nurse goes because of their experience. Like, I think it might be this. The doctor looks at it and that's the way they roll. But again, mm-hmm. that's stuff that happens behind the scenes and you just never know about it. Nurses are never working. Know three 20 hour days in a row to take two days off and people are like oh three days on two days off that's easy like no way man no, like no, 20 not. hours a day in a super high stressful situation where the reality is you know one decision could go bad in so many different ways like they they have an obligation and you know a duty and the same thing with ems's emts like they're there but just recognizing that those people are trying to do the same thing that everybody else is doing is just super important. And so that's why when, uh, when Becky had the idea, I just, and I told her, man, I was like, let's do it. And she was like, uh, yeah. and she goes, I don't know anything about running a business. And I was like, well, I guess you could say I do, but I don't either, but we're going to do it. <laughs> so we just started Googling, man. And so when I'm, when I'm off and, and, and I'm not working my regular job, which is helping veterans and, and doing the loans, I'm helping her, man. We're, we're, Mm. we're doing what we can to help. And, you know, we were, we appreciate everybody that's supported us thus far. We've got a couple of people on our team that supported us. We really appreciate it. Like it, it doesn't go unnoticed. Like it's, you know, Mm. just appreciative and hopefully, you know, we're not trying to be billionaires, but we do want to just get those things out there so people can see, like, we want to thank everybody, right? It's a big Mm. call to, Thank you for your service. You hear it from military veterans all the time. And there's some cases where a lot of law enforcement people, you know, they get the thank you for your service, firefighters, and thank you for everything you do. But we really need to start thinking the dispatcher, the dispatcher that's on the call that the person's stressed out and they've got to get the, 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 whether it's the law enforcement guy, they get the fire trucks there, they've got to get the EMTs there. They got to make snap decisions to get it done quick. That dispatcher is just as much stress as everybody else. And I just, I don't think a lot of, you know, people realize that it takes a special person to do that job too, because oh yeah, I'm saying right oh, now, yeah. somebody calls me cursing me out and I'm trying to help you. I'm gonna be like, why are you yelling at me? But you know, they're mm-hmm. ultra calm. So it's good, man. Man. I remember my first experience, um, as a, as a dispatcher on base, um, you know, and we are nine one one, you know, somebody called nine one one, those calls were coming to us. It was, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, sometimes, you know, 
most of the calls we were getting sometimes alarm activation or, you know, hey, man, we may get a a traffic collision and it might be a minor fender bender or something like that. Um, it was just before March Air Force Base was closing as a full time active duty base. And it was, um, you know, we were they were tra- they were transitioning over to a reserve base. The base gym where they were they were rebuilding it and a guy left his welding torch in there. And the whole gym caught on fire. And I remember getting that call from law enforcement on base. And that guy had a level of stress because, oh, my God, there is a major, major fire on base. And I remember I had to remain calm. I had to type everything as it came in. If someone said, I'm taking a step left, I had to type that into the log. You know, my point is, man, is that it, it was a stressful situation. And I had a I had a, a battalion chief that came in and he was like assisting, helping me with everything. It had to be a two person thing in that room on top of the fact that I knew what stress the firefighters were going through. Um, a couple of those guys got hurt. We had to get EMS to roll out to help them out. And you're right. You know, it's like when people say, think of thank you for your service, they're not really totally, man, folk, they, they think that's a military thing, man. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't understand, man, when, you know, there's a brush fire in California, man, and you got guys rolling in trucks and they got they got um, shovels and stuff and they're fighting the forest fire, man. And you come back, you don't know what they just did. You know, they're literally they, fighting they, the fire like in the ring, like they're next. Yeah, to it. yeah like that's they're next like, to it. Like trying to, gotta, yeah. yeah, trying to save homes, man, <clears throat> and do stuff like that, man. I mean, you got to understand is when, you know, you have a disturbance and you call the police. All right. First of all, man, the person you call is the first person that's dealing with the incident and yeah. they got to make snap decisions on how they're going to go ahead and have somebody respond. Then you got the responders going. And as I said earlier, these guys go to work every day. And that's not just the police officers. That's the firefighters. That's whoever. And, you know, with our nurses and everything and what they're dealing with on with this pandemic coming going on. There, some of them can't even go home. Sometimes, you know, this they can't even go home. You know, because you know you got doctors and 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 frontline medical workers that they can't go home because they were just working in a COVID unit. So you can't go home because you've been around that. So you have to go somewhere else. Some of them are not seeing their family. So it's like they're deployed. You know, and it's like. For sure. You know, we the, have the to appreciate The beautiful thing about that is a lot of the people, they volunteer for it because they really want to help people. And so I just, I, you know, again, we just want to appreciate what they're doing and yeah. you know, let them know that, that, that people recognize everything that they're doing for us because, you know, they've helped us get through this. And I think we're on the tail end of it and it's going to get better soon. And a hundred percent because of the efforts they put in, you know, and that's, that's a, that's a great thing. So. Well, what no, about this. You? So, you went and bought a microphone yesterday. I did, man, uh, because I want to go ahead and start doing this. You know, I want to okay. go ahead and start having conversations with people, man. Um, you know, I want to go ahead and start, you know, bringing a dialogue. You know, I have a brand myself, the Bree Brown Group, and, you know, that, that brand is not just about selling real estate or doing mortgages or doing anything like that. You know, I really want to start touching on things, man, as far as what we're talking about, you know, um, you know, I really want, you know, I'm really about people to, you know, when they're personal, their their personal development and growth, you know, I feel like you should have a a project for yourself, you know, where you're growing yourself. So I really want to start having conversations with people about, you know, about entrepreneurship and about, um, personal development and going out and encouraging people to do things, you know, um, part of being, you know, when we were recruiters, man, I mean, we wasn't just putting people in the Navy. I felt like I was a, a motivator, a, a, a counselor. I was, uh, I was everything, man, to, to my recruits, man. And I love talking to people. I love seeing people do well, you know? So, um, buying a microphone, I was doing a lot. I have, I bought this iPad pro. Um, I was trying to go ahead and see how can I, you know, what can I do to, you know, to go ahead and level up and make sure, you know, go ahead and use this microphone and everything yeah. to my advantage and using the technology to my advantage. So it was just like in the test phase, want to roll that out. Um, going to be doing a lot of video and a lot of blogging um, um, set to also uh, in, 
in three hey, weeks just, going. Just do me do me a favor. <laughs> don't don't be making those crazy makeup videos, all right? No, no. <laughs> I mean, you I said you're gonna that. have you know. Vi- don't be blogging no, you know. Don't be blogging no. No, it's this. I mean, you could do it if you, you want know. to. Probably make a lot of money, but. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that. That's not what we're gonna do. You know, I just want to go ahead. Um, you know, there's a uniqueness about myself. People that know me know that there's only one Byron Brown, and I come a certain way. And I'm gonna go ahead and put myself out there, man. A lot that's of times, good, you know, when I'm you, I'm, you start... I'm really glad to hear that. I mean, I've been I've been doing this for for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and to be honest with you, a hundred percent. Other than putting the episodes up to, to put mm-hmm. them out there, you know, to put them in all like into the, the hosting site and then putting them in and, and putting them up so people can see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably should, but I don't yeah. really look at like how many people are following it, how many people are listening. To yeah. It, I just want to make sure that I put the stuff out there and, you know, like at some point someone may see it, but I've had a couple of people text me that uh, we, I served with and, one of the guys texted me the other day and he was like, man, I'm listening to your podcast. And I was like, oh, for real? And he goes, yeah, yeah. look at you sitting on here trying to be all professional. I'm like, well, maybe <laughs> I learned something then. <laughs> we already know. Like, I mean, I'm just having it's the same as and, and they say it all the time. And they're like, it's just like when we were in, if we had a question or anything we wanted, we would walk down the hall and uh, come in your office and say, hey let's go over this. And it was, it's this, mm. this, this platform is that from being in the military is just, yeah. you got something you want to talk about or you want to work through something. I mean, let's do it. You let's know, talk like, about it. Yeah. I think I already, mean, you know, I've talked to insurance agents. I've talked to home inspectors. I've talked to realtors. Uh, I'm talking mm. to um, one of our brothers from the Navy that uh, is a senior chief that he now is mm. into what you're talking about. He, he's doing professional development and mentorship. I talked to mm. one of my buddies that, He's just retired, just retired, but it's just conversation to let people see all the different aspects. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't care what we talk about. We can talk about anything and it, anything that you talk about always leads into something productive. And so that's what we do, man. So I'm excited for you to do it. Like, so when, yeah, let's, let's do this. When are you launching it? When's the first one? Um, you know what? Three, and you know, I'm going to the Grunt Style. That's really where it's going to be launched when I go there, and um, and actually see, you know, and I'm like you, man. I'm not doing this for likes. I'm not doing this for follows. Sure. I'm not, you know, because when you have that mindset, because if you're trying to get something out of out of um, you know, get something out of what you're trying to do, it doesn't. It, it stresses you out. I'm going to have fun, man. You know, oh, if sure. one person, you know, one person watches it, that's fine. But for me, the journey is going to be fun. The relationships that I'm going to mm-hmm. have doing this is going to be great. And, um, you know, so we're going to start that. I got uh, one of these things, man. It's like the like it's like a toggle, man, where you put your phone on and you can walk around with it. That's how the videos are going to really a lot of the stuff is going to be made from the cell phone man. from you so you're going to do like a. Like- a video blog, basically a vlog. Pretty, That's what you're going to be doing pretty much. Apps, yeah, and you know, okay. also, man, I'm going to be doing some Facebook and, and Instagram lives. I got some guys, man, that are realtors and a couple of recruiters that I know, man, that are actually still serving that want to go ahead and and want to get on. And you know, we won't even just talk about more. We're going to talk Navy. We're going to talk Navy and Navy recruiting, man. You know I just how like it is today. Stories. Let's talk about man. that one time that this happened that you did that, dude. I'm telling you, that's the good stuff, man. You can relive, man. Uh, man, in the uh, past, you know, talk about times, man, where I'm walking in this district. I'm a, I'm an NC two, and I couldn't even walk past the CR's office, man. We're like, hey, Brown, you know, I'm like, hey. you know, <laughs> no dude, kind of I stories. checked in yesterday. There's no way I'm in trouble already. Yeah, I, what did I do? You know, it just. It, it, and um, it, it, and what I tell you know, because I got a lot of run, you know, I actually man was doing a loan for a guy that's you know just became a, a recruiter in the Houston area, man. And mm-hmm. you know when we started first started talking, man, and I was like saying, don't be fooled by you know this is my perspective on it by how mean a, a chief recruiter is. He really wants you to do good. He's just being a certain way just because he got to drive production, but. Uh, yeah, you know, but you know that 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 dynamic has has shifted a little bit, though, right? I mm, mean, yeah, uh, rightfully so. I think they yeah. realized that the way that uh, production was pushed back in those days, 
I mean, it really wasn't pushing production. I mean, people were successful, but were they successful because they were motivated or were they successful because they were just like, I, I don't know what else I'm going to do, right? Like, I don't, you That's know, true. there's a difference between productivity through mm. uh, motivation and productivity through fear. And sometimes back then, you know, a lot of people back then led by fear. That was kind of the dynamic of what happened back then. But I mean, you'd be surprised to walk into those those same places today and and see the level at which they've kind of spread it out. And so, I mean, there's been a big push to to professionally develop people versus um, just throwing the gauntlet. Right. Like you can't do that. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and listen, there was times where before I retired, I was that guy. I was that guy. I was like, you guys. I was that guy, too. Is. You don't know what pressure yeah. is. You know what it's like to go get, <laughs> you know, like. 10 appointments a day and have to put in, you know, 13, 15, 18 contracts with three recruiters and all that's like telling them like all this stuff. But what's crazy is I had a chief recruiter that sat me down and he was like, listen, man, like, I want you to think about it this way. Yes. You had to put 18 people in the Navy, but you already know we could say as long as they could breathe, walk and, and, and get into the MEPS and they knew how to spell their name. They were good to go, right? Like there wasn't a big push. I said, you got to think about mm -hmm. these guys today. Yeah. They can only like cryptology, nuclear engineering, advanced electronics. They're looking for people to go into highly technical, skilled yeah. jobs. It's a different dynamic yeah. of people you got to find. We were just looking for the sheer volume, whereas nowadays there has to be a quality to it because of the advances in technology in the Navy, right? They don't need... Yeah. A thousand people run a ship. They don't but just, they need, just want bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Now they, don't they just need, want bodies. Yeah. People that can do it on the technology end of it. And so I was like, oh, that makes sense. So then, you know, again, as good people do or good leaders, you walk in the door after that. And now the conversation wasn't, you don't know what pressure is. It's like, hey, I got it that you guys are under pressure. I said, but you also understand that your, your chief or your, your NC1, your LPO, like the people that you're working with that have been around for a mm. long time they knew a different pressure than you did. Right? That's right. Like you, you guys are pressured because you've got to write three contracts and you've got to find a needle in a haystack. Well, they were mm. pressured because they needed to fill the dump truck. That's right. You know That's what I right. mean? And so like helping them realize and kind of understand mm. uh, the difference between what one set of pressures is to what another, it, it helped bridge the gap. And so that was one thing that helped do it. And that's just like this stuff we're doing now, man, we're going through it right now. Uh, the, the housing market in general is going through a shift, just like you go through a shift and everything else. And it's going to be, look, man, we're about yeah. to go through t nine rounds, bro. Yeah. Nine rounds. Adapt and adjust. Don't, don't get knocked out in round two. No, you just got to no, keep man. going, and it, it it's going to be a learning experience. And so, and again, that's that's one thing in talking about Navy recruiting. Would we go ahead and say way back that how it evolved? Because yes, man, I went through a point in Navy recruiting where we were knocking on doors to a point where people were knocking on our doors. We were turning people down. So now, like you're saying, is that now you got to find that quality individual. We don't want you to just put a body in. Oh, yeah, you can still put a body in, but we want a quality body oh, in. Oh, yeah, man. Like, it's they like, need man, we... all that other stuff, right? They need non-technical yeah. jobs in the Navy, but the reality mm -hmm. to the military today is yeah. even people in non-technical jobs are extremely highly educated individuals. It's not like... Uh, you can't walk around in the Navy anymore and be like, oh, you're a cook. Like, do you realize that yeah. cooks in the Navy go to a culinary institute? Like, there's some cooks in the Navy that are French pastry chefs. They're not just mm -hmm. throwing peas and carrots in a pot, throwing it in water, and slopping it on your plate. These dudes are yeah. creating art out of pastry. Yeah. Like, they're really yeah. learning a, a super highly marketable skill. Yeah. How many people I, watch I mean, these dudes on TV cook every day? It's funny, man. I um, met with, I was working for this school, the Cordon Blue, for a while, man, right when I got out to Navy. Um, and um, I met up with a Coast Guard recruiter, and she wanted to come and try to recruit some of the students to come in the, in the Coast Guard. And she was showing me some of the stuff, man. You know, the, first of all, the training that they go through was very similar, like you sending someone to culinary school. Mm -hmm. But when they get out and they get on like a one of their little, you know, one of the little cutters, little ships and stuff like that, 
man, it was like they were running their own restaurant, man. They were like the executive chef of that particular place. They come up with the meat. I'm like, dang, man, you're like you said, you're not just a cook. Mm-hmm. Like you are a freaking chef, man. I mean, I mean you... well, just imagine, imagine submarines in the Navy. That's the community mm-hmm. forever in the military that they legitimately worked like that. The the yeah CSs, which are the culinary specialists, used to be mess management mm-hmm. specialists. Those guys mm-hmm. are 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 buying the groceries. They're planning the meal mm-hmm. and they're cooking for the crew. And the reason yeah. they can be a little more creative is there's less people on the ship, so it's not as much of a of a volume cook. But they're planning that menu. I mean, we talk to people all the time, and you know, again, it's it just it's bad. Like bosun yeah. mates and cooks, like in the navy, is are things that you look at that people would look down on those way back when we were coming in. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, if you had to do that, like, oh my gosh, uh, what happened? Did you get in trouble? You know what I mean? Well, nowadays when you look yeah. at it, I mean, there's culinary specialists that I served with in navy recruiting that they were like, yeah, I cooked at the White House. I cooked it. Yeah. And I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, we made all those dignitary dinners. They don't hire executive professional food network chefs to do that. We got people in the military from all the branches. It's a joint service kitchen and they cook. They make the president's food. Like they're there. They're serving on that route. They're doing it. At but Camp do Cable. you have any idea of when you put that on a resume? I, and you're going I mean, you're an executive out, chef at that point. You're a freaking executive chef, exactly. man. You cook for a president. That right there is, you know, because when I look at CSs and then when I look at a boats, man, a boats is a utility guy as far as I'm concerned. You can stick a oh, boat anywhere. He's my doing brother, stuff, man. My brother's mm-hmm. a retired boatswain, mate. He's a chief, too. And yeah. I'm telling you what, man, those dudes, they run, they run the boat, man. That they thing run doesn't, boat, it doesn't right? run or it doesn't stay in the shape it needs to be if you don't have those guys on there. And it's the oldest yeah. rating in the Navy. It's the oldest yeah. rating because well respected, day, man. Yeah, you needed ship hands, you needed deck hands, you needed people to keep the maintenance on the ship because if you didn't do that, it's not floating. It ain't going nowhere. And so nowhere. nowadays those exactly. mates, you know, but you know how it goes, man. They own everything. Yeah. It's all theirs. Yeah. But uh they're they're and that's probably one of the most proud. Uh, ratings in the Navy. Those dudes are ultra proud. Old school. A lot of them get that tattoo right on their hand, man. Look. You know, uh, the boats. You know, the yeah. boats and knowing that what it, and it, this is the thing, and this is why I say, you know, because, uh, you know, this talk is going to turn into a Navy recruiting message you know, for people, man, because understand, like, what we did as recruiters really profoundly helps us in what we're doing right now as uh, as MLOs, man. Sure. Uh, so, you know, when we're talking about a CS and what they're doing, man, when they're going out and they actually want to go ahead and maybe open up their own restaurant or work as an executive chef, a lot of their experience they got was, you know, was doing what they were doing on the boat. All right. So when people are saying, oh, man, well, what can I get out of the military? you know what's the what's the advantage i mean look you know you and i talked about some things as far as what's going to help each other out as far as what we're doing right now and a lot of the stuff you and i talked about is what we got from being navy recruiters all right i could tell you this man i just spoke of my experience as far as being a firefighter being uh you know i was a firefighter emt all of that um in one job because of what I experienced and what I did, I fought grass fires too, man. I've seen it all, man. So it, it yep. gives me the respect of, you know, what people are doing in the civilian world. All of that because of our military background. I Like I said, I want to turn this into a recruiting message, but at the end of the day, man, it was it, it was the best decision that I ever made to go ahead and put that uniform on. So it, sure. it gives me more a greater uh, a greater appreciation for those who have it on, but also a greater appreciation of those who wear uniforms from other different fields as well. All right. Um, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. I wouldn't be able to have this because I had a fear of actually speaking in front of people until I became a recruiter. Oh, they they changed that in recruiting school, like day real one. quick. Yeah, yeah. you are gonna get thrown up in there, man. And now I thrive on speaking to people, man. I I you know I did a a radio show, me and uh, one of my fellow NC ones when we were both NC ones, man. Um, we did a, a sports talk show at a community college, man. It was also to create Navy awareness, but we had fun with it, man. We talked basketball, football, everything. I you know the way I'm speaking now, you know, and the way I am now, man, was due to doing that the navy open up that opportunity for me to have that man at a community sure. college where man, we were getting names and numbers you know and we wasn't even trying so it's a whole thing is when you're trying to do this stuff and you're not really looking for a 
I'm not looking for anything, man. When, you know, when I talk about what I'm getting ready to do, I'm not looking for anybody to hand me a book of business or anything like that. I'm looking out there to go ahead and put, you know, create a platform to start, to start conversation, to give greater appreciation, man, to some of these, you know, some people that are out there doing what, doing their thing. We want to say thank you, man. That's why I support, you know, I got your six, you know, I will be different because I support the move to what you guys are doing. Um, and, you know, and this, this year, man, I just really want to go ahead. It's, it's all about going to be living life and actually putting the message out there for me, man, and what I stand for and what my platform is and what it's been. Yeah, I mean, if you think about just the way things work as a whole, I, I, I think the biggest thing that I appreciate and and know, like if like we're talking about this could be a, a commercial for the military, right, in some sense mm-hmm. at the end, is like if you're looking to do something, you know, military service is probably one of the greatest things you can do. And the only reason for that is not because they're, well, the biggest thing, they're going to give you a skill, right? You're going to get a yeah. skill in something. Mm-hmm. And every skill that you learn can be transferable in some way. But the biggest part that happens, man, when you join the military, you get you get education benefits, you get free medical, right? You can't, like, come on. I got it. They're they're military doctors, but you can go ahead and go find some minute clinic with no insurance out there. And you can't find a better trained person in, in yeah. the military, you know, and they're in their learning. But you get that you get access to facilities on the base. You know, how much do people pay for gym memberships right now in the civilian world to be able to get fit? True. The military makes you work out. They tell you that you have to be somewhere at a certain time. They're going to make you sure you understand what responsibility is, what accountability is. Really, mm-hmm. without even the job, take away the job you're going to learn. Don't even look, at, right. look at the life skills that it's going to give you. And it's going right. to prepare you to be just a productive citizen of the of, of Man. The, the USA, uh, right? Like, say. be a productive citizen. And so anyone that, you know... And and not everybody qualifies, but if, if it's something you want to do, then then you should definitely go reach out and do it. I think it's a good thing for people to do irregardless. Uh, I don't right. think it's for everybody, and that's why it's mm-hmm. all volunteer. But there's a lot of people that can benefit from it. You know, you can, you can make a good future from learning those skills. And learning those skills is what's most important. And then when you come out of the military with the jobs that you've done, it sets you up mm-hmm. to walk into places and and instantly be part of a team instantly that's true work uh with people and and make sure that you can and 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 here's the biggest one relate to people no matter where you're from or or what you've done in your life or how you grew up like we are like that the military is it's it's just a hugely diverse place where there's a whole bunch of different Uh, people from a whole bunch of different places and we have to work together in order to get it done and that's you know I think that's that's one lesson that is just amazing because, you know, it's the job. We have to do a job. We got to get it done. Mm-hmm. There's going to be people that you don't like. There's going to be bosses that you can't stand. Welcome to life in general. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's all about accomplishing the mission, and we've got to work together to do it. And, it, and, and the Absolutely. military is just like a sports team, right? A sports team that – puts all their differences aside because not everybody's going to get along and not everybody's going to be happy. But That's those true. teams that can put those differences aside are the teams that win because they all have the same goal. And so that's what you learn in the military. And I think that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty, uh, and, pretty amazing. And then you bring, and then you bring that into your life, man, you know, cause Hey, one thing is one, one thing's for sure. We all walk that same walk. We all wore that uniform and, and, you know, there's a, there's a feeling of belonging, man. And like I said, man, when I was with all of you guys, man, it was like, we were, it wasn't just a mortgage team. It was a brotherhood, man, because we all, we all did it, man. You know, we all wore that, we all wore that uniform and we went out that night, man. And, you know, had dinner and everything. And it was great, man. I mean, it was just like, Hey man, it was like, it was like I reenlisted again, man. I was around a band of brothers, man, which you guys are a band of brothers, man. And it's like, uh, like you said, man, you can go ahead and be somewhere you can, when you're serving, you can be around some people that maybe you don't get along with, but at the same time, man, you wearing that same uniform and we all come together, set that aside and we get the mission done. And then, um, you know, that that's what makes things successful. Absolutely, man. Well, I tell yeah. you what, we still have to go do some work today. That's right. I think, <laughs> I mean, they pay us to do work. But I, I, yeah. I appreciate you coming on. It's it, it's always yeah. good to talk to people from our team. It's good to 
your new perspectives. I'm excited to see the vlog that you're going to do. Uh, I'm excited yeah. to see how that blows up and, and moves forward. Once you create it, uh, send it along so that we can share it so that people can see yeah. it uh, while you're out there doing it and just have fun with it, man. Absolutely, man. When yeah. I have my podcast, you're going to have to be on it as well, brother. Oh, we have to continue I'm this. I'm ready. Yes. Yeah. I'll do my best. All right. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate the time. Uh, it's it's always a pleasure. Um, yeah. And, you know, obviously, this is the, the yeah. first. You're the first repeat, but there's going to be more. So we'll just we'll, we'll keep doing it, bro. We'll keep doing it. Man, some point, man, but I think we need to. I don't know if we can have multiple people on this platform, man, but maybe yeah. we may have to do it like a group plat, a group Let's podcast, go. man. Bring up, bring all of our guys on here, man. Let's just let's just talk, man. Let's go. Bring them all. Let's we can bring we all can right. bring multiple people on here and do it, and let absolutely, uh, and, and then let the shenanigans begin. Let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> absolutely, <For> sure. Man. <laughs> oh.